I'm not your damn clown, Roy. Welcome back to the Accent Iron Podcast. Nailed it. With me is my co-host, Roy Scott from Vintage Axe Works. I am Chris Cash from Mount Phillip Metalworks, and we are joined by the most amazing metal artist I have ever seen, Carl Sar from Baltimore, hey, Maryland. Hey, How's it going? What's up, Good, Carl? man. How you guys doing? Good, good, good. Good. Carl, I tell you what, buddy. Since the day we met, I've been super, super inspired by the stuff you do. Like, no bullshit. You're such a kind dude. You're such a talented dude. I'm not kissing your ass by any means, but... Uh, I totally forgot. I, I totally forgot to bring a box of tissues in here with me, and now I'm... I'm oh, my God. <laughs> I know a lot of people... I'm hearing the wind I, beneath my wings in my I've ears. Told you this, it's just... Yeah. What a moment. I've told, you th- I've told you before, a lot of people don't know who you are, and more people need to know who you are. I want to know how you got started, and I think that's what a lot of people want to know. How you got started in the trade, uh, metalworking, uh, fabrication, welding, you pretty much do it all. So you can go back as far as you want to go back, and let's hear your story, man. I want to hear all it. All right, man. Well, first of all, thanks, fellas, for having me on and you know giving me a little bit of a spotlight. I really do it's, appreciate hey, it. Hey, it's and, a huge <laughs> honor to be on here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is, man. I'm, I'm totally like, I've gotten pretty psyched up about this all day. I'm, I'm, cool. I'm, Stoked! Sorry, I to, sorry to shout, disappoint you. Shout out to my <laughs> to my niece Caitlin who saved you guys an hour of trying to get me set up with Skype. Awesome. She, uh, she she spent an hour last night running me through the through the loop. So uh, I'm I'm Thank good to you, go. Caitlin. But <laughs> yes. So anyways, uh, yeah. Where do I begin? I guess came out of high school. Uh, had the decision that you know. My dad said, you can go in the military, you can go to college, live at home if you want, you know, while you're going to school or go get a job. And I was like, oh, I think I'll, you know, try art school. I figured out I wanted to do a medical illustration because, I, you know, I lifted weights in high school. I collected comic books. So it's like I was kind of familiar with physique and, you know, how muscles worked, anatomy. Wait, like, you were like a good. A, you were like a jock and a nerd uh, at the same time. At the same time, <laughs> <laughs> I was, man. and I was puny, so I was like the you know the the kid getting sand kicked in his face. So I started lifting just to get a little you know little size yeah. on me, you uh, know. Okay. And, yep. uh, so, but I got into that, and I I went to school, and uh, we had a foundation. You know, your foundation year, you got to take everything. We had a sculpture class, and we had to braise two pieces of metal together, and I was just like forget about drawing, man. I want to keep doing, I want to keep making permanent things and stuff that I can throw across the room and it won't break. So yeah. that kind of, that kind of started me, started me off. And, uh, I mean, I always loved drawing and I still draw, but I mean, the building stuff, welding stuff, is just, it's the best to me. So kind of continued that, um, through school, went from little school in Northeast Pennsylvania down to Temple University to Tyler School of Art and majored in sculpture there, minored in art education, taught for a summer, five and six year olds, and swore I'd never ever teach again. Oh my After gosh. That was the worst <laughs> wow. So you were teaching so, art? You were teaching art yeah, to five and six? Like I what was, was it? Keep, I was stay in the lines when you cut I was, I was like, oh put this God. bag on your head, drawing it with with crayons and things. Wow. <laughs> Please don't run out of the room. <laughs> It was terrible, man. 
That sounds so, like uh, absolute torture. It was. Yeah. It was, man. I never had a headache from work until I did that. You know, I come wow. home at night. It's like, and no what, thanks. What, so. These what little fucking kids. <laughs> <laughs> what years was that? It was like 1917. I think my my uh, my gold my gold pants right days, before but, the know, depression. I was, I was out there with the 49ers and <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, it was uh 19 I went to I started I graduated high school in uh 86. So oh, okay. Yeah, it was like 80 86 through 91. I had to do a little extra time because when I transferred schools, I picked up an extra 86. Uh, an extra semester. Yeah, man. I graduated am I the oldest, in 96. Am I the oldest podcaster? Am I the oldest uh, guest? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so far. <laughs> don't worry. Oh, no. Chris oh. likes them young. <laughs> I don't know. I know, man. It's <laughs> Yeah, so after you taught, after you taught, then where to go? Then we uh, I waited for my wife was a year behind me, so we weren't married at the time. I waited for her to graduate. She had a job opportunity in Baltimore. So we kind of packed up and I literally just got it. We used to have phone books back in the day that you could look up people's numbers in. And I just got a phone book sitting in Inner Harbor and I just went through and looked for anything with art in the name or foundry. I should mention, I was really in Roy, that, that phone book he's talking about is that's what you sit on when you drive your truck. I'm, that's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> I need a little boost. Yeah. <laughs> so you started foundry work? Yeah, yeah. Well, I did a lot of foundry. I did a lot of casting in school. Um, we did a lot of bronze casting. And my first school I went to, uh, my professor was really into iron casting. I went down to Alabama for the national conference down there and like Sloss Furnaces. It was, I was really into that, just the technical aspect of casting, melting and casting metal. But uh, got to Baltimore. I found a place called New Arts Foundry. So it had art and foundry in the name. So I applied. And uh, they hired me as a metal finisher. So that was it probably for seven years. I think I worked for the foundry doing wow. other artists, bronzes and stuff. We did uh, the sculpture on top of the Capitol building, um, the freedom statue. They brought that down and we did all the repairs on that. You know, he he got it was a little shop, but he got some really big jobs in there. And sounds uh, like it. I would. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I would, we did. Yeah. I thought you were yeah. always, uh, I thought you always were in Maryland. So you grew up in Pennsylvania. Oh yeah. Outside of oh, Scranton. Okay. Factoryville, oh, okay. PA. Gotcha. Maybe you've told it's me that before. Really, but I was really tiny, really tiny town up in uh, Northeast. So PA. from the foundry work, you were doing other people's stuff though. From mm-hmm. you yes, weren't doing yeah, your own so, And that's where I kind of picked up a lot of skills. Cause I had to, I had to, I was being a finisher. You get the parts cast you have to put the parts together weld them and then grind and chase the welds so they disappear so it looks like one you know if you got a sculpture of a figure that's one and a half light times life size that's yeah. probably 20 different pieces that you got to weld together like a model and yeah grind out all the joints so i learned a lot of techniques different die grinder techniques different bits all kinds of stuff. So and now was know, that it was iron and bronze you guys were casting? No, just bronze. We did a little oh, bit okay. of aluminum. We had one. We had to cast a silver buffalo. That was kind of crazy. Um, like full <laughs> size? A full like, size? Yeah, how, no, how no, big? no. It was. It was maybe if it was sitting on a desk, maybe two two feet from head to tail, or so. It was a considerable but solid amount. Yeah. Uh, hollow. It was hollow. Oh, okay. so there was, it was heavy though. Trust me. Yeah. And there was a guy watching us the whole time to make sure we weren't pocketed it when we were casting it we said to sweep up all the splash and stuff like that and 
put it back in a bucket for Jeez, them. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, they want wow. it all back. So that was an interesting thing about doing the uh, re- the repairs on the Freedom Statue too on the Capitol. I had to climb up in it and replace all the hardware. She's holding a shield, and I had to replace all the rusted hardware. So I had uh, utility pants on, and I was just stuffing all the nuts and washers in my pockets. I'm like, these are great. Like I've got history. And when I came wow. out, this lady, she shook me down. I had to empty out all my pockets, lay oh, everything out on the ground, and explain <laughs> no where shit. it came from. And I'm like, where is this all going to go? And she's, she said it would be in a crate in the basement of the building for forever, you know? Right. So it's just, wow. yeah, people kind of crazy about that stuff. So so you did foundry yeah. work up until what years? Like 90, <clears throat> 97, 98, I think. I left the foundry because I'd started. My wife is a graphic designer. And I would go down to her place to pick her up after work and her friends kind of knew what I was doing. I ended up starting to build furniture, like steel furniture for people she worked with. And that kind of started me thinking, oh, I could do my own thing, you know. And uh, so it was it was not shortly after that I left. I rented a little three car garage and started making whatever, doing fabrication work, doing a little bit of sculpture. So how, you know. so how scary is that? You're, you got this full-time gig, and you're like, hey, it, fuck this, I'm doing it on my own. I'm tired it, it, of working for these guys. I thought I was going to vomit all over my boss's yeah. desk uh. when I quit, man. <laughs> yeah. I was so keyed up. My wife was away. She was on a photo shoot somewhere. I think she had to go to L.A. And I called her. I'm like, how's it going? She's like, oh, it's fine. And I'm like, hey, I quit my job today. Hope that's cool. She's what? Like, that's oh, surprising. <laughs> Wow. But she's she's got a really good job. She's a very talented designer, so she's uh she's doing well. So it's like nice to have that. Co- if I was completely by myself, it would have been terrifying. But having that, having her it's, back me you up, you know that made that it seems to be kind of a common thread with all of us freaking makers. Well, you know, any kind of field, there's always a supporting spouse. Exactly, um, man. Oh yeah, it's fucking yeah. huge. It's absolutely yeah. huge. I couldn't do what I do without my wife. It's good to hear. Same here. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Chris, you can't get out of bed without your fucking I think wife. Me, me and Carl, <laughs> me, I think me and you have actually talked about that before. It was a, it's a weird, bizarre feeling when you jump out on your own and like start yeah. going and leave the nine to five thing. And exactly. Yeah, and and scary put shit. on top of it, I'm a, I'm a probably the world's worst businessman. I have no business sense whatsoever. Right. So bidding. There's a different guy that bids jobs compared to the guy that's got to build them. So like yeah. right, Carl that bids the jobs, man, he thinks I work super fast. And yeah. <laughs> he's like, you know, yeah. and it's like, you know, it just constantly you're surprised how many times you can make the same mistake. But it's like everything <laughs> I do, <laughs> everything I do Go is like a prototype, you know? You're like, why did I tell them $10,000? I had a job, man. I did a job for the national aquarium i i had a bunch of work for them um i knew the guy that was the exhibits coordinator so he would float me work almost weekly they had some kind of exhibit stuff you'd never see grip rails whatever you know just straight yeah let's talk about that a little bit because i know some of the let's get into the specifics of some of the you do some really high level stuff for like high level clients and I want to know about some of those you talk about the aquarium pieces you're saying they're just grip rails and yada 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 but that stuff takes I mean, it has it, to look nice. It does. It does. Yeah. And a lot of they, the one, the biggest job I did for them, they were putting up a new jellyfish exhibit and I met them. They were down the street from my house. You know, where we went, you visited me. We went to eat right across the street. Yeah. There was like a little market 
I met them in there and and I stupidly we met at the uh, at a at a wine bar and they had like huge <laughs> bit burgers and we we were there for two hours and man I I sauce went on I was sauced. <laughs> I agreed to way more work than I should have uh, so I, like, oh, I can do it man and it's like it was a load <laughs> of work like I had to make all the trim for all these bull nosed humongous fish tanks like I don't know they were probably four feet tall five feet deep and they just came out like looking down on them they're like a big u-shape so i had to make this curved like compound radius aluminum trim work and i Jeez. i was hammered and i agreed to all of it and i'm like yeah man this is gonna pay for my year and then it turns out it's like i had a then month it, to get it all done and like the uh, next week i had to go out there and be like i'm gonna hand back half of this work to you if you got some other fabricators oh uh, shit take man. it over yeah well he was cool about it because he was you know we all were it was a stupid it was a stupid meeting but uh yeah but it's like yeah i've done some I've gotten you know, I've done everything work for the Ravens. seems so much smarter whenever you got a couple beers or oh wine or God. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Roy. Exactly. You know, Roy, yep. you know I call you a maniac all the time. I've called yep. Carl a maniac since the day I met him because of the way he works. <laughs> <laughs> he's perfectly a, he takes it as a term of endearment because he knows he's a maniac. I do, man. Crazy. <laughs> the way he works is absolutely insane because all of his work is super fine, detailed, super clean, tedious. Mm -hmm. But it might take him six months to get something done. <laughs> exactly, man. Exactly. Yeah. And I can't I, – I, I'm struggling with trying to do the quick thing, but there's nothing I can do. I mean, you've got one of my bottle openers. Like, I tried a couple years ago – made i prototyped these bottle openers and they just i didn't feel ready to put them out there and i couldn't make them i needed to make a jig to speed up the process but it's just not in me for whatever you know the way i work the detail i put into my pieces it's just the quick easy air quotes dollar it just doesn't happen for yeah, me yeah for so. those of you guys listening i'll post up uh Carl's bottle opener they gave me it's quite amazing i also have one of your business card holders that you did with uh, oh yeah Mike, right? I think it's or no, no, that wasn't Mike's. That was um, that was the one you did with the cross peen and the skull coming out of the hand. Oh yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. That was all me. Yeah. Do you have? Yeah, that was. Are you talking about Michael Dillon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. About? Yeah, I don't have one of those pieces. You I don't was have mistaken. one of those collabs. No, right. Yeah, that was a killer but, piece. But you've also done stuff for uh, Ravens. Ravens, the NFL team. Talk about that a little bit. That's that a, that job, actually, job, and the funny thing is about it is like, I you know, there's a around here they call it small tomorrow. It's like everybody knows each other <laughs> in, in Baltimore, you know, and right. and uh, the word gets around. And there's there's a lot of metal workers, but I guess I have a niche, you know, that I'm filling of this, you know, over the top kind of detailed stuff. There's tons of fabricators, but my buddy who's a photographer, uh, Sam Holden, who sadly passed a couple of years ago, young dude too, man, but he's a photographer. And uh, he was doing the game day photos for their programs. And they said they needed, they, they're trying to find someone to make a sculpture for the models, the owners of the team. And he's like, I got yeah. the guy for you. And he hooked me up with that. He hooked me up with Paul Reed Smith guitars. I, I would do wow. trophies for their, if you're familiar with them, uh, mm -hmm. I would do. They're, their, all, they're almost as good as Gibson. <laughs> Paul Miles, you didn't hear that? That wasn't coming from me. <laughs> I'm a Gibson guy, yo. So, so what's the um, talk about the, so, the Ravens pieces? What they actually were? Because I think it's kind of well, cool. Well, the first the first thing I did for them, they wanted their logos made out of stainless, 
to put in their training center behind their reception desk. So that was kind of a straight, just, you know, have some Cop, copy this pla- logo pretty much. Lay, yeah. Water jet cut this logo out for me and I made it, I designed it. So I'd stacked the pieces. It was a little bit dimensional, but then they came back years later. It always goes around when they win a super bowl, I guess they would feel like they could go yeah. ahead and, you know, throw right. some cash Spend around the money. or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. So they came back at me for, uh, they wanted door pulls for in the concourse area. They were redoing the concourse level of the stadium and they wanted door pulls for their team stores and, um, these sort of low relief sculptures for this little pub they were putting in the concourse of Talon Claws. So the funny thing about it was they knew my name, and, but I'm not a big name in town. So they went to two other guys who were bigger than me and right. first, and then, and they were like, I think one of them was maybe charging, charging them just to meet <laughs> stuff like that. Oh, when wow. she showed up at my place, I already had a sketch. She told me what she was looking for. I had a sketch ready to go. And she's like, that's perfect. I want that. So what I ended up doing was uh, sculpting directly in eighth inch um, stainless plate. I sculpted these sort of bird wings that, morphed into a town like a beak um sort of nose and uh they were like a two-part thing kind of made them like a pillow shape and they loved them they loved the prototypes and they're like it was supposed to be 14 handles and they liked them so much they doubled the order and again wow. I had like t- i had two months to turn it around so plus these other five foot you know bird claw sculptures so i ended up having to hire the foundry that i used to work at to cast them in bronze and then nickel plate them and patina them. So what they a, what like... a turn of events there, huh? Right, right, exactly. I ended up, I ended up paying hey, them back I'm all the, guy the money that, they paid I'm me. I'm the guy that quit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. But it was good. They, thank goodness, man, because they really hooked me up. It was such a quick turnaround, and they they blasted it through. So, so you did the original in stainless and then you took yeah. that and, and had them do a mold and then they did a mold. Yes. Yeah. So I did both sides of the door handles, you know, the mirror and then they got cast in what material cast bronze? in bronze. And then yeah. I had to have them nickel plated so that they would look like stainless because they didn't want a bronze. Ah, look. Okay. And then and I had to the, patina uh, that. Ah, what were those? You never told. I didn't know about the big sculptures. What were those? They you were they were like they were, they were like bird claws. They wanted talent. It's called Talon Pub. So they wanted. Oh, okay. with Talon. So I basically made those out of stainless too. So that all had to happen in like a two month time period. So, which wow. was cool to have the foundry involved because they could work while I was doing the bird. So, did you, so did you instantly become a fan of the Ravens and were like, please win the Super Bowl this year? Please <laughs> oh, no, I know, exactly. So Every year. Come on, man. Yeah. What a client to have. Please win the Super Bowl so I can get more work from you guys. I need a forge impress, man. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So what else? Yeah. You did the Ravens. You did the Baltimore Aquarium. So you pretty much is all your work in Maryland or has it gone other places? Um, pretty much in Maryland. I'm trying to think right now. I've, I've shipped a little bit of stuff out, but it's, it's, it's pretty much in Maryland. I do have, I do that show, um, in Hershey. I do a, antique automobile club show that i set up a here we go and, here we go and, uh, <laughs> no this is the uh roy you know what this is this is the big giant hershey show uh what's it what's the actual name no, of it? acca uh, or something? aaca yeah uh I it's was like saying Her- here, hershey fall meet yeah i was saying here we go because a lot of the stuff that i was looking at uh, your recent stuff is it looks like it's hot rod inspired you got pistons, exactly man connecting rods that sort of stuff 
Exactly. So that's all based on like doing it for that show because it's kind of like one of the parameters. It's got to be automobile related or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I, I I do like using the piston heads and making weirdos. And I don't know if mm-hmm. you guys are familiar, like Big Daddy Roth and yeah. Fink, any of that stuff. Yep. So it's kind of like harkens back to that kind of look. So that's the thing. And that show, I've got a patron there that comes in from Minnesota and he kind of buys all my big pieces. So I guess everything's in Maryland and there's a guy in Minnesota that's got an awesome garage full of my my bigger pieces <laughs> oh okay okay and your attention to detail is pretty crazy too because um i've seen your pieces in person and you put detail where there doesn't even need to be detail because nobody's right. gonna look nobody's right. gonna look back there anyway the, the but, funny thing uh, is though that guy totally looked like he bought the surfer the surf clop sculpture off me and yeah he looked underneath the wave and he's like oh wow you put the foam from his finger going all the way through the curl where no one's going to yeah. see it. But that's the yep. reason you're like, that's what, why he's buying that stuff is because that detail is yeah. there. So I, think I, say, I say this over and over and over. It's all about the details. It he, is. Yeah. It's all about the details. Yeah, Carl's Absolutely. crazy when it comes to details. Uh, I've yeah, seen a lot no. of your pieces in person, but uh, I think that you should start doing some more scale pictures because people don't re- like the surfer in person. That thing's huge. Yeah. And in pictures, yeah. it looks like it's like a foot long. The surfer he's post- talking about, I'll put I'll post up a picture of it, guys. It was like a cyclops and an old old timey uh, swimsuit surfing on a wave, and he formed the wave. What was all that construction? That was all the wave was aluminum? all aluminum. That was aluminum. Right. His head was an aluminum piston. That's the only thing I didn't really build on the piece. Like I started with that piston. His body right. was all fabricated forged steel and carved. Um, the board was the board was ebay with a strip of oak down the center so it's badass and so like yeah, whenever uh, you carve a bunch of, sorry go ahead roy well whenever we were um i was telling my wife that we were um, gonna have carl on and uh i was just on my desktop thrump scrolling through your instagram and uh then i was like oh i'm gonna go out on his website and i saw that huge dragon right um <laughs> my wife she, she fucking loves dragons and i was like honey come here come here come here check this out and I go, this thing's for sale. And uh, she goes, how much is it? I go, well, how much do you think it is? And she goes, $1,000. And I was like, close, close, close. It's, <laughs> it's $18,000. And she was is like, the- what? And I go, it's seven feet fucking tall. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Roy, that's only 18 of those axes you just posted. Didn't you yeah. just post the there, you there you go, man. Yeah. 18 axes. Get some yeah. more it's black ravens together. <laughs> buy your you life. Can, you can be a hero, man. Come exactly. on. Exactly. <laughs> That, do you take payment and axes? <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah, so if you guys actually, listening w- want to see Carl's work uh, without being on Instagram, visit his website. It's customsteelwithak.com. He's got a ton of his work on there. You can see uh, all the way from the big dragon that Roy's going to buy his wife down yep. to yes. the small <laughs> stuff. Um, that dragon oh, I just – I, oh, sorry, man. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was just going to say um, I just got a call, uh, an email from a woman – uh, that's running um, this public art competition that I got the dragon into. Uh, it was a competition to put 12 sculptures around uh, Hartford County. So, oh, cool. Uh, yeah, so it's going to be, it's one of 12. It's going to be in front of a, a library. I don't have the email in front of me. This um, is the dragon like that's out, out in front of your shop, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so okay, you get so a stipend. Tell everybody, you get, tell everybody what that started as. Like what the oh, the head 
the head's a part of a plow that I took out of a field that I thought looked like a horse head or a dragon head. So I just kind of went from that little, that little part, built it up. His legs, her legs are, uh, an old oxygen bottle, the thighs, I sliced them in half. There's some, Oh, it's a uh, girl, ring, Roy. Ring gears. I know. It's a girl. <laughs> it's a girl. <laughs> and then the body, I mean, unless, it wasn't, wasn't unless body if it helps up. the sale, if it helps the sale, I could change the gender, Roy, whatever you need. <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> just wh- whatever those fucking dragons are off of Game of Thrones, just call it fucking that. Right. Like, right. What? Exactly. Really? Is that, yeah. Is that what it is? That's all I have to tell my wife. And she'd but, be like, yeah, the we, body... should, we should get it. The body of that sculpture was a propane tank, wasn't it? No, the body's all fa- that's all fabricated. It's all fabric. The legs, okay. the legs were the oxygen bottles. So that the legs oh, were like a big, right. okay. a big, a tall oxygen tank gotcha. that I sliced in half to make each thigh. So yeah, um, that but thing in person is like breathtaking, man. When I yeah, saw so that, you, 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 you you keep saying that you guys you all you all have hung out a lot. Like, are you all close? Do you all, uh, I well. Uh, He's a city guy. <laughs> oh God! I'm a, oh, Chris, I'm a this should be an guy. easy Terrifying. answer. Is there yes, something else going we're on? Only, no, no, no. We're only forty minutes apart, but he's like okay. dead Chris smack is, in Chris the middle. Chris is terrified. He's terrified of my neighborhood, and it's like Mayberry. <laughs> it couldn't be a, a calmer, nicer place. And he was—he was clutching his much, pearls the whole time. He was here. No, I'm not scared of it. It's just the the city life is just not for me, man. The yeah, it's gone. It's rough. Yeah. I mean, my lot, my. It's my not rough. Is, you love is, it. It's fifty feet by one hundred and forty-six feet. So it's like my neighbors are close. I built my yeah. shop like a house, so I'm not. My noise isn't transmitting into the the neighbors because they're you know they're seventy-five feet away. So. And no your power shop hammer. Is no super power cool. hammer. Here. Yeah, no power hammer. But your shop <laughs> is super cool, and the way you use the space is super efficient. It's really, really awesome. Thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah. Well, Amy, oh. Amy designed it. She kind of wanted it to look oh, like a house well, or a backyard, not a, not a shop. You know, that was so kind of the, the stipulation. Your wife does everything, everything for you. She Carl. does. She that. does everything. Yep. Yep. <laughs> She's got my my outfit for the day laid out when I get up in the morning. <laughs> Roy, see, he's just like you. You guys go. Great. Oh God. <laughs> Where do you pull? Uh, I know. I know you're a crazy comic book nerd. Is that where a lot of your inspiration Thanks. came from when you started? <laughs> Listen, I'm out in the shop with the two biggest nerds ever. That make, they are, we, they are just, super nerds. I know. You just made the whip from Castlevania that was 12 foot long. Okay. Oh my but, Castlevania! I remember playing that. Remember Castlevania? Video game. Yeah, yes. we just did the whip. We just did the chain whip from that uh, game slash Netflix right show. On. Blah blah blah. What is I the? Have uh, no idea what that you, is. You're you not missing out. It, that was it was back in the eighties. It was like one yeah, that was the original. Yeah, it was the yeah. original Nintendo game. Yeah. Oh, see, I was an Atari guy. Oh, okay. Mm. New Nintendo was too <laughs> newfangled. I'll hang up now. <laughs> no, no. What conversation a, over? Where'd you pull a lot of your when you came out of art school, came out of the foundry? Where'd you pull a lot of your inspiration from? Like, what were you? What did you want to do when you started doing metal sculpture and? Well, because a lot that, of my that, stuff is a lot big time abstract and crazy. Your stuff's more a lot more cool, refined. Man. Oh, thank you. Your stuff's a lot more refined and to the point. And you, you is weirdos your term or is that what? It's a real term. Yeah, it's not my term. That's kind oh, of weirdos, okay. rap fink, weirdos. It's all that kind of genre of of a uh, crazy kind of lowbrow art, you know. Which yeah. I was always drawn to, and a couple of my buddies here you know, that I, I kind of made friends with sort of right after we moved here, 
they turned me on, like kind of reminded me that I dug that stuff when I was little, you know, and it's like, oh, I just kind of want to build those things. But honestly, when I left the foundry, I was building whatever, whatever just came to, my way. So right. just to make, make money. And I kind of wish I admire people that just can stick to their thing, to their guns and just be like, I'm just making art. That's it. I don't want to, mm-hmm. you know, do whatever. And, uh, my wife's been telling me to do that. You know, you're, you don't have to take these fabrication jobs. So forever, but it's sure. hard, man. You know, you want to have your own money. You know how it is. Yeah. Yeah. Buy your own thing. So I was doing, you know, I was, I would be building you know, tables for a company in town that were kind of more Victorian, not my style, but it's like, Oh, I had to make this weird scroll and it looked cool when I made two of them and put them together. So I kind of remember that for a later piece, you know, and that's kind of it's either yeah. pop culture. It's building something in the shop that comes out weird. And, you know, just thinking of that or looking at parts and seeing a dragon in this plow part or seeing a, you know, a, a monster head and a piston, that kind yeah. of thing. So it's kind of like, you know, I wish I had a more focused way of working so- or. Idea, so does, you know, does it start more of that where you see one part and you you immediately know what you're going to build, or you have an idea of what you're going to build and you start compiling all of these parts yeah. and pieces that, to make the idea, or is that, it maybe a little bit of both or one or the other? It's a little bit of both. It starts with that part and it'll get me an idea going, and then as you're building, it's just I don't do a drawing beforehand, rarely, I a couple times, but so it's it's kind of, it's literally a work, a work in progress. It'll change. It'll morph on me, you know? So, but I like, the, the, I don't, I dig people that do the, there's people that will completely build a sculpture out of found objects and mm-hmm. they're great and stuff. But I'm just, I kind of like just have one like minimal found objects and really sort of integrate them into the piece. So they're not, you got to kind of think for a second sometimes, you know, yeah. oh, is, there a gear, is there a gear in there that's become mm-hmm. a wing or whatever, you know, like, I kind of like to try to pull it off, you know, make it like a magic trick, you know, like, so talk, how did, did he cast that or, you know, yeah. can, yeah. can we, can <laughs> we, can we talk about this crazy fucking seahorse? It's, it's behind you right there. And it I'm is. looking, so I, I haven't, I've been looking at your feed this whole time that we're talking and oh, I'm, cool. I'm just drawn to this seahorse. I think it's freaking amazing. And I know for sale. Chris, <laughs> and, man, and, you are just making my year today. <laughs> again, no one's listening to this podcast. <laughs> Go show your wife the seahorse, Roy. She might want it. I'm sure she would. Talk about so. What, 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 did Roy want to know something? Yeah. Like, yeah. Talk about the seahorse. Yeah. So the seahorse all started. So going back to your your question, Roy, it started with the connecting rod. And that's where I yeah. thought, well, this would make a cool seahorse head. And it all just built off of that. I got two hemispheres, fitted them up for eyeballs. And then it was, you know, the parts kind of, I had a stack of uh, bulldozer um, sprocket segments mm-hmm. in my storage. And I pulled one of them out. And I'm like, this could make a kind of badass stomach sort of part. So then that goes on. And I think... I kind of like start looking at blacksmith work more and more. And I kind of dig the Don't riveted kind of, I know, <laughs> <laughs> but that's why I decided to like, kind of, you know, attach the way I attached the rest of the body to that sprocket segment. I made these, took these bronze gears and kind of used them almost like rivets to hold that body segment on. So just kind of let it evolve like that. And then uh, what else is on there? There's, what, what about uh, what about the like the webbing for the the back thin thing? 
that's just a piece of eighth inch steel that I carved onto. I just welded it in. Well, there's there's um, valves in between each of those. Webs. Oh, those are valves. There's, yeah, and yeah. then I just carved. You know, I, I use a, a, right. a certain shape of of die grinder bit and carved. I gotta into stop it. you. I gotta stop you because you know I'm this. This carve thing that you talk about is very common to you, but other people have no idea what you're saying. I mean, they know what carving is, but the way you do it is insane. And you have to talk about, like, your pro you don't have to go into full detail or give away any of your... No, man, you know, I'll tell you, this is, I mean, whether I'm doing feathers or the you know scales, whatever, this is exactly what I do. This is a secret. First, I take a... <laughs> and look, <laughs> importantly... Oh, you broke up. That, oh, sorry. <laughs> Damn. You broke I'm up. sorry, man. I, think your I forgot what really I was good. saying. <laughs> so basically, no, you don't have to talk I, about that. I, no, no. I use, I use, people ask me this. That's the top question, man. It's, you don't have to what tell what tool you use. <laughs> what kind of tools are you using? But it's just, it's die grinders. It's air driven yeah. die grinders. So I have like a quarter inch straight die grinder, a quarter inch angle grinder that you can put sanding pads on. And then I have a pencil grinder, eighth inch shank pencil grinder. And uh, just every shape of burr. If you go in the book, there's an MSE catalog or whatever. There's all these different shape carving burrs. Um, yeah, but you're you're actually I use all of them. Carving... So... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I just it's a matter of I don't know how to explain it to people. Like that's all I could tell people. Get get a bunch of those burrs. Get an assortment and just put them in the tool and start digging into the steel and seeing what kind of shapes it makes. But if this is 30 years of using these tools that I've learned yeah. kind of what they can do and what kind of textures I can get out of them. And, it's you know, a shocker that you don't have an exact answer. Like here's this and here's this. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's <laughs> right, what people right. want. Well, oh, well and you know, I don't know if this is weird, but that's like, people ask me to do videos all the time. And I honestly just, I haven't made enough no. money off of my secret. <laughs> 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 yeah. Like if I was rolling it, I'd be like, sure, man, you know, yeah. on. but I guess that's kind of selfish, but. But no, it's not. Of, fuck, fuck those guys. Yeah, <laughs> they, they just want the end result. They, don't they do. That's right. all they fucking right. want. Yeah. They're lazy. Yeah. yeah. But you're yeah. doing a it's lot just... of a buildup prior. To I'll build up the necessarily, weld. Yeah. yeah, you're not necessarily taking a piston like a lot of the piston heads you do. You're not taking just the piston and carving the face into it. You're building yeah. it up. You're building the dimension you need to create whatever facial feature you're trying to create, and then you carve back into that. Exactly. Yeah. And I've actually started to leave the weld sometimes if it looks right. It, it can look like warts or it looks like bumpy lips or whatever. Yeah. So I'll just leave the weld raw if it comes out nice and works the way I want. But you're you're right. Typically, I'll, I'll carve that back. So I'll build. I'll overbuild. And trust me, man, my welds look terrible. It, they're not it, they're not weld porn at all. Because you know? it looks like you overbuild fucking everything. Yeah. <laughs> I, do, I do. Trust yeah. me, man. My wife waited a year and a half for me to put an addition on the house because I was like <laughs> squaring up every board and everything. It was, it was ridiculous. So so can you dial me in um on the seahorse just like overall time <laughs> time frame. He fucking loves the seahorse. Yeah. No it's I, I'm telling I've you right, I'll make you a deal, man. Never, I've never seen anything. <laughs> look, look, like look. It. Here comes Carl the salesman. Yeah. Hang on. He's gonna make you a deal. Here we go. <laughs> Roy, let, let me tell you, Roy, I have a I have a matching set of, of sea monkeys oh. that can go with that, that uh -oh. seahorse. If you if we it sounds like it day. just got more expensive. <laughs> <laughs> that piece took I know me, how these uh, fucking deals go. <laughs> <laughs> that that piece is 166 hours. 
166. Wow. So yeah. that's so interesting that's, that that's you do really things fast. by hour. That's well, really I keep fast. Track for me, yeah, that's super fast. Usually, he only charges like, that surf an hour, Roy. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the surfer, the surfer was over 200 hours, I think. So, yeah, so at it 40 doesn't... hours a week, you're looking at four weeks of a little yeah. over four, about a month. Yeah. So do. you so actually got the... up and looked in a book. You keep out, you keep an hourly log. I do, yeah, yeah. See, Roy, this is why he's the I original do. maniac. <laughs> this is why. <laughs> Dude, listen, listen, asshole. Whenever you, you're like, hey, what are you doing? I, I was oh, at dope. my computer doing fucking paperwork <laughs> because you got you to gotta stay on top of that stuff. Yeah, it's man. not glamorous. It's not fun. But all these fucking hilljack slack jaws, they think, oh, you're running a business. You're, you're fucking just killing it. No, I'm sitting right. at my goddamn computer at a fucking Excel spreadsheet. I'm putting in fucking numbers to keep track of shit. Yeah, that's amazing. I haven't gone there yet. I have. I have no idea. That would be. I would be lost if I had to get that's to an Excel spreadsheet. Your wife. Your wife does it all for you. <laughs> she you does. Just don't know she it does. yet. She does. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, so yeah, gonna you keep. She's gonna you take keep over looking the at the second half of this. You keep looking at the balance sheet. You're like, damn, honey, I don't have any fucking money. What oh, trust me, that's every every quarter when I every quarter when I do my taxes. And she's man, like, I'm hey, like, you like my new shoes? I'm selling everything. <laughs> wow. So the weirdos well, Chris, that we were talking about. I was thinking about, about it, man. We we were what? when you were talking about when we met. We actually met the first time I met you was at Abana. Abana, yeah, in Virginia. And mm-hmm. it was like a thousand degrees out, eight hundred percent humidity, and you yes. forced me to carry a hundred pounds of tongs no, from no, one no. end of the parking lot all the way to Michael Dillon's tent. You guys other. offered to help me. They did get heavier the further we walked. They, they, did, man. they did. I had a nice clean yes. shirt on. I hadn't broken a sweat yet today. Yeah, that was a that was a miserably hot day. Yeah. It was. It was it still was. a cool event though. Um, so, so how, how long ago was that? How long have y'all known each other? Three uh, years. Was that three years ago? Was it banned? No, it would have, it would have been four years, right? Because oh, cause this new... year it was supposed to be yeah. the next yep. one. Yep. Yeah. But I think we had he... talked prior to that. Maybe. No. Or no. You oh. followed me, but I, I kept you at arm's length. I wasn't sure. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Oh shit. <laughs> That's good no, stuff. That's the first time we talked. So a lot of the, if people go on your Instagram, they'll see a lot. Talk about the hot rod driven thing of why, uh, I know the reason why. You told me these guys go to these shows with a pocket full of money, and if they can't find the parts of the car they want. Right. They've got yeah. a load of cash on them, man. So, right. Um, and now, I think I take that's them not, by surprise. That's not the reason that you're, you gear your stuff towards hot rods, or is it? Is that the customer base you wanted? Yeah, I do. I do dig that customer base. I, I like that. You know, I think like California, there's this lowbrow art scene that's going on. You know, I, I've always dug that. I like the, I like the subject matter. I know it, you know, it's why it's lowbrow. It's just, it's monsters or it's weirdos or whatever, Yeah. but it's really well done. I mean, the artwork, you know, it's like a really great tattoo. The bottom line is those fucking custom car guys, they have cash where like a lot of other my customer, uh, never mind. Like um, me and Roy can't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> well, trust me, I have a hard time moving my stuff, though, because it is, you know, people, I, I posted that um, surfer on Facebook, and this guy inquired, he wanted to buy it. He was he was serious, and he's. I told him it was sold, and he said, do you mind me asking how much? And I said it went for 10 grand, and he's like, oh, thanks. 
And I'm like, I'm just curious. I'm curious. What would you, yeah. what was your price point? He's like, honestly, 500 to a thousand. was. Oh my God. Oh, wow. So yeah, yeah well, I don't know. Goes, Maybe I need to put a goes, banana in the picture with them so that people could it, see the size of yeah, them. That you know? goes back to my original statement that you do kind of have to put some perspective in it uh, to like, maybe you stand next to it. That's why I, I stand next to some of the shit. Nobody wants to see my ugly mug, but sometimes I no, gotta get perspective, man. All. That's, I mean, you guys but, are seeing it. You guys are seeing what the world doesn't see. That's why I keep myself <laughs> off. They get to see my hands. That's it. <laughs> and the the weirdos that we keep talking about are not Roy's group of friends. They're actually these characters with exaggerated features <laughs> that have giant hands, giant uh, faces, giant cheeks, and right. I mean, is that a good way to? We keep saying weirdos. Yes. I want people to have context. It's like yeah, the, like, if like people the think about there's like yeah, there's like those T-shirts from back in like the '60s that would have like a, a, a muscle car or something with this monster riding in it, tons mm-hmm. of yeah. smoke and dust coming up and it would say like mother's worry or Mr. Yeah. Fuzz or something like that, you know? So it's kind of based on all that. So, I mean, this stuff's just swirling around in my head all the time, like stuff from my youth, you know, like just things you saw, comic book stuff, whatever it all, it all. I'm, su- in I'm surprised you're not covered in freaking tattoos of that sort of stuff. Cause like I know, man. all that stuff seems like it should like, Whenever I'm hearing that, it's like, oh, that sounds like American tra- traditional tattoos. Yeah. Um, right. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't have. I have zero tattoos. I don't. He's got know. the stuff plastered in his shop, though. He's got cool pictures up and drawings that he's done. And I actually had the honor to own one of his drawings on a trade we did. He did just really cool. Ooh. Was it a deer skull or I can't yeah, remember? Yeah, that's actually a drawing. print. That was, was print. A print. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was like a three a three part print. Um, like a deer skull with a bullseye in the back. That was from way back to college days. So yeah, yeah. that's why you, I wanted it because it was old you'll be able, stuff. You'll, <laughs> yeah. So what are you when working go, on man, now? Like, what's the? Uh, I'm yeah, working yeah. on that Carl Star auction. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Ten bucks. If it was a fucking seahorse, Roy would buy it though. Right. Right. <laughs> Seahorses and dragons. We know I'm what ready. you're into, Roy. You can keep saying That's it's right. your wife. I love it, man. <laughs> Fuck. I did, what are you working on? What's I did, the most I did recent make a piece project? with an axe head. I did make a piece with an axe head in it. What? There's a oh, weirdo. Yeah, the wood chopper. That should be a, It's way back. It's going to be like in the beginning of my feed, close to the, I think. It's like a Easy. guy with an axe coming out of a, coming out of a, um, an axe head. My mom gave me a whole bucket. She, she would like clean out barns and stuff like that and, collect steel for me and um really useless axes <laughs> right yeah <a> <laughs> well that's the thing axes. man she gave me a bunch of them i could not that one like half of the edge was busted off of it and it had like blue spray paint on it whatever it just i didn't mind sacrificing that one but everything else i sharpened them back up and hung yeah. back on handles i'm There's scrolling yeah. through your i'm scrolling through your feed i don't see it um let me see i do see a really cool them. i do see a really cool fish you, that like, thing turned a wrench feet. into a finch. Oh, uh, that's yeah, that's little. That's those that's old way twist back. wrenches. Yeah, that's so awesome, that's, man. It looks cast, it. doesn't it, Roy? Like it, it doesn't look like it. Yeah, it does. Made. Like it's so. It clean. looks very cast. Yes. Yeah. Actually, the wood chopper uh, may not be that far back. Let me see. I think that. Was that 16. Uh, I tell him all the time that his work is way too clean, that it looks cast, and people are going to think you, like, just take it to a founder and get done. <laughs> they do. They do. When I explain it to them, then they're like, oh, like, it makes – people actually kind of get mad at my prices, like, in person. But then when I explain that to them, it kind of changes them up a little bit. 
You can just do what Roy does. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? If you don't All fucking right. like it. <laughs> Actually, Roy, Roy, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. If you're on my feed, if you go down, um, there's like that, there's, there's that tree that I did that had a snake in it. Mm-hmm. Do you see, do you see that picture? The, the picture that's laying with flat. The, there's like I'm, my hand, my hand is coming into the side holding my logo. It's underneath like a drawing of a creature. So right I'll underneath that, later. right okay. underneath that, there's like this all this gnarly welded looking head. That's the weirdo. You scroll through those pictures and you'll see. Um, oh, I know why I'm he can't find about. it because it's just the face. He's looking for the axe. I'm saying he's it looking to you right for the now, axe head. Yeah, yeah, it's just the yeah. face. So what are you what are you currently working on now, Carl? What's what's the uh, world uh, of Carl Sar going on right now? I well, I just finished a fabrication job that's just a shelf. <laughs> so oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so tell people that though. In between <laughs> in between your art, you are doing production style stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. But I'm really trying to phase it out because I never really set my shop up for doing fabrication effectively. So it's more or less now if I know the people and, you know, we're friends, it's actually for the people that I did a bunch of work for their restaurant. So ah. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll take the job. But typically I throw, I, I throw it to my friends in town if it's a fab <laughs> job, you know, but the, currently on the table, now that the shelf's off, I'm working on a piece called Jub Yap. It's a character from World of Warcraft. I have oh no God, idea. here I we go. Fucking snoo- <laughs> snooze fest. This Wake is one of my favorite parts. <laughs> God. God. Uh, hey man, it's a commission. So uh, yeah, yeah. So figure. He's an imp from the seventh dwelling. You see the uh, the axe man weirdo? How kick ass is that thing, right? The wood chopper weirdo. Yeah. And sitting the one on that top you just of the sent me. Yeah, sitting on top of the axe head, that thing would be... You don't have that anymore, do you, Carl? No, I made it for a okay. friend of mine. And he, actually, the piece of wood... Somebody's he, uh, getting arrested. That's not Baltimore. <laughs> no. <is> not Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> They're uh, finally coming to get you, Roy. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's a... <laughs> That's a that's a Corona call right there. No. <laughs> hey, so that that, that chunk of wood that that wood chopper is mounted in is a core sample from the Constellation. It's a tall ship that's in the harbor here. And oh, okay. That buddy of mine was working on it. They were restoring it, and they were taking core samples of like the the bow, like the huge you know timbers in there to see how rotted it was or whatever. So you had a chunk of that. So that's I thought it was pretty cool. I can't think of a better base for that thing you know and it but looks it's cool like that it's it, it's cool that it's mounted to an axe and he's holding an axe it's right. just really fucking cool man yes I'm i want to do more of that kind of stuff as to why and i don't know why this keeps coming up that jason momoa <laughs> is tagged in that photo Does he have jason momoa is he's tagged in it yeah Oh, because I'm in the trying woods. to get on his radar, man, because oh. he's into, like, custom culture. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody told me I need to start tagging pe- like, oh, rich people. Oh, okay. okay. No, he stuff. is. We talked about that with uh, with Dan's stuff from Upbeat Vintage. That Dan's, yeah. He's one of Dan's customers, and, yeah, he is. I was I said that. He's in. Go. I just happened to click on it. It was like, hey. what the hell? Is he is he building something for Jason Momoa? We're, we're, yeah, I am, actually, yeah. I am. <laughs> we're, we're pals. 
We're great friends, man. <laughs> Look, Roy's like, I, I don't fuck. <laughs> this is the first time I've ever met him. I don't know yeah. if you guys are fucking pulling my, pulling my he's fucking doing, leg. Yeah, or I what. told you. He's got, he's because, got high level because, customers. Shout I mean, out to no, the gypsies. I, I, <laughs> Jason, like, Jason Momoa is, like, he posts lots of stuff where he supports small makers. Yeah. He does, um, man. And, like, a lot of handcrafted stuff. So, I mean, it wouldn't yeah. surprise me if he, if he was on your radar at all. I mean, I'm, I'm trying seriously. to get like I, I tag. I think I tagged Rogan. I posted that monkey that I did smoking a pipe and I, ta- I tagged Joe Rogan just thinking he might be, you know, that's up his out. I think I heard he likes monkeys and and we really? <laughs> wait, you still have the monkey. Yeah, that's yeah. so crazy. That is like one of my favorite pieces that you, well, you can buy it. You can yeah. buy it and you can buy well. it. <laughs> You guys, this could be the sale of entry right here, man. Yeah, so if you go back, I think you posted that something recently. You had it sitting on your acorn table in the middle of your shop, yeah. didn't you? And was, you had something burning, burning some, in it? Burning some sage in it. I can't believe Roy <laughs> oh, yeah. freaked, I can't believe you haven't freaked out about his Wilton. He's got a C3. I, I, was, getting, I was getting ready I to fucking say it. Yeah. And I just, if you look at your Instagram, that's one of the pictures that I just liked. So, yeah, yeah that man, thing is, I did. I couldn't believe it. it. I was I'm, like, I'm in the 200 club. He's in yeah, the 200 yeah. club. It's a real thing, bitches. <laughs> 15 minutes of prepared comedy. Down the yeah. I, was gonna, I can't bust Roy about not letting me in the 200 he had, club. He had so much stuff written up. <laughs> what, do you, what have you been working on, Roy? So we know that Carl's in the World of Warcraft uh, stuff, which is, fun, <laughs> which is funny you mention that because we may or may not be doing a build very recently or very soon from uh, World of Warcraft. Because we'll get into that. Let's let's talk. No, about I, don't, what, I, man. I don't have any details of it. They're getting ready to come out with a new expansion for the hmm, game, and we're like, I, I may or may not be doing something for Jason Momoa, but I can't talk about it because I've got no details either. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's uh, God. What do we do? Come on, we've been messing with the YouTube channel and building stuff from old video games and current stuff, and we're just trying to, you know, just like everybody else that's in this craft world, we're just trying to find our way. I make these hammers. I did that weather vane sculpture Dude, the other day. That came out great. So man. the weather vane is awesome, um, and the hammers are awesome, and I'm I'm comes. really proud of you for the freaking hangs. Oh, uh, <laughs> they look good. Well, it was about. Uh, I, I, Matt I, know, I know. I noticed that you didn't put a whole lot of detail pictures on the exact hangs. You're just kind of like. It was, oh no, they're good. No, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't gonna put them up until I was 100. Like I wanted everything to be. Matt did the last one for me, in all honesty, because I was tired of wood. Um, so I, don't, did I didn't think you ever get tired of wood. Yeah, no. <laughs> I set my. There's your opening. There's your no, line for the I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to find my way, man. I'm just making art still, make cool tools. Nice. I want to make just you know, I'm just trying to zigzag, especially what with everything that's going on right now. We kind of, I kind of hit a wall like two weeks ago where people just stopped buying stuff. So mm-hmm. really, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was interesting. It was interesting watching that whole sculpture thing kind of come to life because you started, then you kind of stopped, and then you were like yeah. working with some copper, and you're like, "Well, this is cool. I've never done this yeah. before." And then you put them all together, and it looks like a cohesive piece where you actually had a vision and you freaking hit it, and you fucking nailed it. I mean, it, I, it turned out really freaking cool, man. 
Thank you very much. I went through five variations. That thing turned was a standing sculpture at one time that looked mm-hmm. turned into like this crazy alien candle holder looking thing, and then I scrapped that because it was ugly. Like I had it almost done, and I completely tore it all back apart again and like redid the whole thing, and then uh, started messing with that copper because we got rolls of copper for uh, different things that we do, and I started. I've never worked, literally never worked with copper sheet, like thick copper sheet. Mm-hmm. And they were explaining, like, you can heat it up and then quench it, and it moves like Play-Doh in your hands. And I'm like, what the hell? So literally that was my first time messing with copper. And I was like, I can pierce it and do all this crazy, weird stuff because when it's heated up and annealed or cooled down and annealed, you can basically do whatever you want with it until it work hardens again. So that was really cool. And then it turned into this spinny thing, and they all – they thought I was a maniac until the the two days ago when I assembled it, and they, we all stood back and was like, "Oh shit, this is pretty badass." Mm. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, so that was uh, all just reacting to what you were building. Like you didn't have a plan no, at all. Like going when into it, it looked, the first picture that I posted where it looked like the alien, literally looked like the alien face hugger thing, was just you do like a lot a, of alien inspired kind of like tentacle. I, yeah. I'm very. Shit. Uh, I'm a big. There's no way I could ever. Uh, get close to his work but i'm probably gonna say hr geiger or geiger i know some people say geiger how do you say it, carl it i geiger? say geiger yeah i, I say geiger. geiger so the guy that did all the alien drawings and mm-hmm. all that crazy stuff i'm super inspired by his work not that i could again never come close to it but i do like that style of just crazy out of this world not from this planet organic looking crap um yeah so and i get tired of seeing the same shit all over again like i love your post i'm i actually might make this piece available for one <laughs> and you know, dm me if you're interested because, well you know why i don't i don't sell anything i don't sell I know anything don't. unless but i think i got a buyer two buyers really? for that piece actually yeah so it's pretty good was it the one about that. the one podcast you guys did i don't know which one it was but roy was saying how you never say for sale in your yeah. Instagram yes, post. You yeah, you don't. So I've struggled with that because part of me, it's like, you know, if whoa, I'm whoa, driving whoa, by stop a house for, a second. for sale. You listen to this podcast? <laughs> Everyone, man. Roy, Everyone Roy, Roy he is, I told you, he is one of the four people. That's why he's on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I've struggled with sometimes I'll put the price on because I'll get DM. Dude, I want that. I need to have it. Once you tell mm-hmm. them it's $8,000, oh, sorry. And it's like, after you go through 40 or 50, no thanks, you know, just tire kicking. So I mm-hmm. thought, well, maybe I should just put the price up for sale. This is how much it is just to weed that out. But is that a bad idea? Like, you know. Uh, you, uh, so I've, I've gotten creative with how I do mine. So I've been posting my stuff for sale in a video. And in the description, I don't say anything about it. I just say, sound on for details. Um, all of the last, um, video posts that I've done, they've all sold within an hour or two hours or whatever. I've sold every freaking piece. You sold the Black Raven? Yeah. It's gone. Thousand bucks. He goes, this is what killed me. This is my favorite line. Just in time for Corona cast. I'm like, oh my God. That was great. That was freaking great, man. When you said that like that, I'm like, holy shit. That's funny. I get a I get a weird feeling about not I don't I don't think it's 
not right to like i don't know if somebody especially with your fucking work, Paul, say trying, it god damn if you're trying to sell a piece <laughs> for 10 grand i think putting 10 grand in a description would like really either throw people off and when i sell right. these power hammers for thousands of dollars i don't list any price and mm-hmm. some of my the biggest sales that i've ever had in this whole crazy journey i'm on have been guys that i've never talked to one time in my life right they, right they have mm-hmm. zero followers they don't post anything but they follow me and they'll just say i'll take it so i think so the you, guy that's so you just suck 10, it up you just I suck do. it up and just be like uh, i'm gonna you know have what? to answer 150 dms I, yep and they're gonna I, say no yeah and you know what i factor that into what i'm doing that the right guy if they're looking at a piece of yours and and they're honestly interested in buying it. They're going to know the guy that's want the guy at the end of the rainbow is going to know that piece is not going to be cheap. Like if he really yeah, knows what right, he's looking at, like, right. like the guy that you said wanted the surfer for 500 to a thousand dollars, that guy's clueless. He has right, no idea right. what he's yeah, looking at. Exactly. They, mm. they think it's some right. stamp pressed out toy, you know, Cast it's like, thing. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So here's a strategy that I would suggest to you put it up, just do some random posts, you know, have some details about it. Don't say that what it don't say for sale. Just say DM me if you're interested or whatever. And then do a series of stories that give it mm-hmm. scale and uh, also right. have has some hashtags in there. Like DM me if you're interested. And my last two posts, story posts or whatever, I, I even said 325 doll hairs. I mean, people know what that is. But it's tricking the fucking algorithm. Because, you are right, so lucky right. I didn't see that because I'd have gave you so much shit. I don't know how I missed that. <laughs> someone, someone's DM me. They're like, you know that some creeper is going to send you a whole bunch of doll hairs. Right, and it's going to be really fucking creepy. Yeah. I mean, you can... We've talked about it before, and this is part of the reason I wanted you on, Carl. You can use that shit as a, especially for your smalls. Like, I don't know how much small work you're doing now, but I've seen I'm, a lot of your, like, your I've got all of like, pipeline. The smalls are key. Yeah. 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 I mean, people can afford it. People can afford Yeah. Well, I mean, you just have to think of it. Uh, this is the way that I look at things. Um, you have to, in in my mind... And it, I, I truly believe that there are price points that mean different things to customers, right? right. So two hundred dollars. Well, I can, I can, you know, that's like a lot. That's a good weekend going out, a movie, couple beers, going out to the bar, mm-hmm. whatever. But whenever you get into this is my customer, like four to five hundred dollars. Well, th- there's a complete different shift, right? A four or five hundred dollar purchase. Well, that's a car payment, and right. A car payment's going to be harder to convince the wife, like, well, I really need this axe for $500. Right. So you're just trying to manipulate. I, not, mani- not manipulate. It's not manipulate. I know what you're no, no, you're just trying to, you're just trying to meet the demand in different levels. Just like there's this well, there's $100, a percep- $200 a, there's level. A perception. There's, yeah. It's all about perception. So the and, post I just did today with the hammers, like those aren't mm-hmm. cheap hammers. They're. I right. bet I got, not. I'm not a hammer maker. I have a shit ton of time. In Clearly. The price, I, <laughs> I fucking hate your guts. I swear to God. I don't even know why we're doing this. But no, I... Uh, Best I friend you them, got. I priced them accordingly. 
And guess what? It is four o'clock on the same day, and I have no hammers left. Wow! So, wow! Good for nice, you. man. Yeah. Good job. Congrats. So, and thank you to well, everybody. They look. They look. They look beautiful. Um, I was, they're very uh, unique looking. That's exactly what I was yeah. going for. I'm glad you said that because I was uh, not the no no disrespect to any hammer makers it's, out there. I'm friends with tons of you guys. Like you guys make the most beautiful hammers out there, but I wanted to do something completely weird and different and crazy and so that's a that pretty my, saturated market. I mean, the hammer it, making it is, very much is, and no no disrespect yeah. to knife makers, but you guys are in a tough market, and I feel right. for you. And uh, yeah. Oh, speaking of knife maker, I just bought a knife. Um, Did you? Remember, like, yeah. Um, save it. Know. Save it for your shout out. <laughs> no, because I've already did a shout out for him. Uh, this was like uh, okay. uh, first first or second episode, Metal Arc Knives. He just posted oh, something cool, yeah. up the other day, and I was like, God damn, that is beautiful. I, I just have to have it. And uh, it, yeah, he made me a deal, and I paid him. I want to know. I, I can't wait to get it. I know I know enough about Roy. Carl, I want to know what God. stuff are you is Carl looking at on Instagram? What do you like on there? Like what do you are you all across the board as far as like obviously you follow the maniac, so I know you like Roy and what he's doing. My wife will crack up. It's funny, she's like Every night she'll she'll be like, "Are you watching porn again?" Because she'll go, dink 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 dink. It's power hammers. Like for some reason, oh, man, I'm watching oh, power yeah, hammers yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you don't own one yet. You can't you can't have one though. Where you no no a press something. I think might be in my future if anything. Oh but, yeah. You know I'm making do with what I got. Oh, but, real um, quick towards the end, I want to know. I know I asked you what you're following, but here's another thing I want to squeeze in there. Your shop. It's it's what's the square footage of your shop? in the bottom well it's two levels so i think yeah i think the down well the top the is all shop, wood the top is it's all wood, wood we so don't, I don't, yeah, I don't include in an that. office yeah. that I'm sitting in. <laughs> so that that's like 600 square feet ish a little uh-huh. over 600 square feet and the downstairs is like 800 a little and over 800 have, so it's small it's a tiny shop and i've got a five by six acorn table in there yeah that's a big uh vice i mean everything's as much as i can everything's on wheels i've got a lathe a mill Air compressor, everything is crammed into there. So I've got plasma about cutters, welders, plasma cutter, saws, a couple welders. Yep, two band anvil, saws down there. Forge, that big twenty inch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, everything's what I can't have on wheels. I made a bunch of bolt-on mounts for like my uh, um, my Beverly shear uh, for the Hosfeld bender. Everything clips on and off the uh, the acorn table. So that's kind of like a horrible way to use the acorn table. I've got to move so much crap off of it when I need to do right. something big. I just made some frames for our garden that were like three by six. And I had to unload all this equipment off the table to have enough room to build the stuff, but it suits me, man. I don't, I don't have any big pieces in my, in my future. So the size of the shop, you know, I'm cool being a garage boy wannabe, you know, it's awesome. I love your shop. I, I love, Thanks, I love man. your shop. And I love going to other people's shop. It's kind of, it's shops. It's kind of inspiring to me. Like people get used to see, everybody that comes to my place. Is like, Oh, this place is badass. I'm like, really? It's a dirt floor. Yeah. And, right. And, but other people think it's like the coolest thing in the world. And I get that feeling when <laughs> you guys are all complacent and comfortable in your shops. Like if I went to Roy's and seen 750 axes on the wall, I'd be like, Oh, right. this is badass." <laughs> you know, yeah. well, is your shop, is your shop on your property? Like, is it, it is yeah it's just in my backyard um same here so yeah my commute's like 46 feet door to door yeah exactly <laughs> can't beat it man yeah yeah it's great uh, current I'm an times, essential man employee. it's perfect <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah exactly yeah 
Yeah, right. you can't beat it. Definitely. But uh, yeah, very cool. It, well, this it is works the part out. Of the, you want to wrap it? You're good. You have that face well, like you don't know what's going on. You know we're still doing a podcast here. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> what? What were you gonna I, say? No, I, I, I was just thinking uh, about asking you what you had, what you were working on, but I just realized that. You already explained that while I was asleep, so go check we don't out need the to YouTube talk. videos. <laughs> go <laughs> go to YouTube.com/slash that works. Check out all our videos because it's it's cool. We're having fun doing that. That's pretty fun. You I'm guys look a like you're a blast. You we do. are. We're having fun, and we're we're all three of us are. Uh, well, Ilya will never say he's learning anything, but uh, <laughs> me and Matt are <laughs> learning. I learn from those dudes every day. Mm-hmm. I will never so, tell them uh, that. But. What what was uh, Ilya's response to Blade Show being pushed back to August fifth through seventh, or did he? Oh, he didn't say anything. We're still kind. We're still kind of like maybe Matt's gun ho. Like I don't know. I don't know. I, mean, does, I don't know. Either, does anybody man. really know? I mean, I don't think I don't anybody know. really knows. Yeah, I don't know if that. So it, it so it's like it's one. On. It's yeah. one thing for it to be like, yeah, it's on, but like, man. Do I want to go to that with all those fucking people? <laughs> well, trust like, me, seriously. man. Yeah, I'm having the same thoughts. I was just talking with Amy about it this morning. I'm like, even if Hershey's on, I don't know if I want to go because I live in my truck in a parking lot for four days and I use a porta potty that yeah. like fifty thousand other people are using. You know, right. it's if I'm going to get anything anywhere, that's it's going to be yeah. that's ground zero, man. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So, it's so cool. Who knows? I don't know. So. The, um yeah I, yeah i don't fucking know i don't know it's weird it's weird none of us know it what's is. going on it's weird <laughs> right right <laughs> i know they but, just made it mandatory i don't know if you heard this call but uh starting saturday you're not allowed to go anywhere without a mask or it'll be like a 500 fine or something i know i did hear that yeah yeah, yeah. i they just had, went and picked up had, cat uh, food yesterday and uh there's Probably fifty percent of the people were wearing masks, you know. I, I went to the post office it. and she's like, Chris, just know starting Saturday I can't let you in here without a mask on and I'm like, Right What? She's <laughs> she's been she's been waiting her whole life to kick that <laughs> fucking ugly ass out. <laughs> Finally, that motherfucker's not coming. All righty. With that being said, this is the part of the show where we like to give somebody a shout out, give them some love. And uh I'll go first. Because Roy will cry if I make him go first, and I'm not going to tell Carl to go first. So uh, <laughs> I want to give a shout out to—I think all of us know who he is. He's a pretty cool guy. He's nice. He's kind. He's funny as hell. Eric from Hand Tool Rescue. Oh God, I was no. waiting for it. <laughs> if you didn't who did see that fucking video, you didn't you... do that. You <laughs> yes, did. Was that... No. I did that. Yes, I did. I sat on my couch and made that Jurassic Park themed video. Oh my yesterday. god, I was dying. So if anybody hasn't been following along, Eric has been spending the last three weeks on removing a key from his power hammer sow block anvil. And uh it has been quite quite the adventure. If you don't follow <laughs> Eric from Hand Tool Rescue. <laughs> That video of it coming out, man, that was hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Eric. How long? How long did it take you to make that video? It literally. I I have an app that edits pretty quickly, and I'm. I have I have a ton of stuff that'll never make it on air, so to speak. (laughs) That we do and edit because it's funny and it's just stuff for us. But that one I did. I was looking for a. surprise context context to the video and i remembered the jurassic park scene and i was like oh shit if i edit him and it just turned out 
perfect. I got so many messages yesterday about how ridiculous that video was. <laughs> my favorite one was uh, Chris Zepp from Make Everything. He texted me and said, the Jurassic Park and Eric video is a cinematic masterpiece. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, go follow Eric from Hand Tool Rescue. He's a funny dude, and he's always messing with antique tools. And he's from Canada, so he talks even funnier than he is. But, yeah. God, it was <laughs> freaking hilarious. Who do you got, freaking Carl? Hilarious. Got anybody you want to give some love to um, give a shout-out to? Um, the handle is Mount Semicolon. Flathead colon wood twerks and it's Trish Sash. She does a lot of videos where she holds a camera up high. She's got 17 oh, yeah? pairs of glasses on her head. What? It's, yeah, you, you want to find out. Actually, I do want to, I, I do have a shout out. Uh, this girl's probably going to get a restraining order on me because I gave her a, a little feature no. on my. On my I know exactly page. who you're talking about. Yep. But her work is so awesome. It's uh, Leah Arapoch, if I'm saying her last name yep. correctly, and mm-hmm. uh, and that's her 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 handle too, uh, at Leah Arapoch. And her work's fantastic. I think she works similar to the same fashion I do. Yeah. And, uh, forged, fabricated, carving. She does really wild botanical kind of themed sculptures. And um, her work is insane. It's it's insane. It's super tight. Um, It looks again, it looks cast, you know, she puts a ton of ton of work into it. But um, yeah, I just I think, you know, she should really have a lot more people should know about her because she's, you know, she's doing the art thing. And yeah, A-R-I-P-O-T-C-H. Yeah, it's L-E-A-H-A-R-I-P-O-T-C-H. Yeah. Leah from California. Yeah, I will. Her work is, yeah, right. I think me and you found her kind of in the same kind of time frame because I I started looking at her stuff and then you did the post and I'm like, my God, this stuff is insane. Yeah, I've been following her for a while and just we actually I had the opportunity. She's been on lockdown for like a month, more than a month or whatever out in California. Right. uh, I, I got the opportunity to have a phone call with her. It was just interesting the similarities and the way we were. Oh, no kidding! You know how we That's how cool. we approach stuff, and it's just she's. I admire her because she's sort of at the beginning, you know, of, of the journey, and you know she's already so far ahead of me, you know. So it's cool. Yeah. I can't wait. Can't wait to see what she comes up with. Awesome. Who do you got, Roy? Our friend, the one and only Rick Barter from the <laughs> Blacksmith Pub podcast. Uh, Rick is, he lives like 45 minutes from me. Um, and he and I, uh, I'll speak on, on my behalf. I can't speak for him, but I would think that we're becoming pretty decent friends. He may think that I'm a complete fucking idiot. I don't know. Um, but I just think he is freaking hilarious and I've been to his shop. He is super freaking funny. I love his his stupid fucking quickie beer reviews. Um, (laughs) (laughs) They're just fucking hilarious. Are they and good I, though I, for a guy that drinks beer? Do you like? Are they good? Do you watch I them? I don't. I, I do watch them just be, for the comedic you value. Don't I don't. Kind of... I don't drink his shit beer. <laughs> so Rick, Rick, keep doing your beer reviews because they're funny, not because the beer is actually good or bad. <laughs> so hey, for all the listeners out there, for the record, this is the first episode where I have not been 
drinking. drinking. Thank Seriously, you. I have not had. <laughs> <laughs> so all thirteen of fucking you asshole. Yeah, you fucking <laughs> asshole. I didn't. I didn't know how this was gonna go. I'm like, man, it's three o'clock. Does that when they usually drink? I brought uh, this yeah. huge <laughs> natty bow. <laughs> Just oh. in case I had... Roy doesn't yeah. care what time it is. Time is not 24 ounces. I would have been Jeez like, oh, Louise. I got to work till 7 o'clock tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Carl, so, Carl Sar from Custom Steel with a K. Thank you so, so much for being on. Yeah, thank, thank you. you so really, and keep killing the sculpture work, man. Like, yeah, seriously, man. Whenever, whenever Chris mentioned you a couple episodes ago, um, I've, just, I've just been on your feed just like, Oh my! It, it's just amazing what you do. Seriously, thank you for coming Thanks, on guys. and hanging out. I appreciate it. It's been an embarrassment and an honor.